0: Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert.
1: The Witz Art Museum is hosting an exhibition of the work of the iconic pop artist Andy Warrell. He has been described as one of the 20th century Western uh, Western art's most important, ground-shifting and anti-establishment artists. Included in his work uh, are the 10 Jewish Faces of the 20th Century. Leslie Cohen, who is the Strategy Planning and Development Manager for the Vitz Art Museum, joins me now to tell me more. Leslie, welcome and thank you for joining me. Thank you very much for having me. Leslie, let's just start a little bit about the uh, the Vitz Art Museum. It's still on the corner of Brie and Jorison, is that correct? Yes. um, Has um, it always been? No, no, not Brie. Um, So we're
0: on the corner of Jorison Street and Bertha Street, Street, which is the extension of Avenue. It's by Senate House. Um, size. The Senate House is more uh, west on Jarrison Street So we're where um, the old Shell petrol station used to be And the new museum has been open now for five years So where was the museum? So the museum was in Senate House in the okay. centre of the university And it was a very little um, gallery space um, that closed down in 2002, and it took 10 years to plan, fundraise, and build for the new museum. Okay. Who was the
1: curator, do you remember, in before
0: it closed? No, yeah, so, you know, so it's, um, it was Julia Charlton and Fiona Rankin-Smith, who are oh, the okay. two people who really drove the building of the new museum. And kind of what is the role of the Wits Art Museum? So we are an African art museum. Mm-hmm. Um, we collect artworks. We collect African artworks. So we have 11,500 African artworks in our collection that have been developed at Wits University since the late 1920s. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's an extraordinary collection with a great deal of heritage and time that it's taken to build that collection. Um, so we serve the
1: needs of both the university constituents and the public I'm just going to clarify When you say an African art collection What is an African art collection? So
0: it's a collection of artworks Made by people who live on the continent Or were born on the continent so, so And it, it crosses it crosses between um, um, Historical, modern, contemporary Sort of traditional painting, sculpture, drawing um We've got some, a little bit of film in our collection, but also a really good collection of classical African art. Um, so, um, artworks. So we've got an, an extraordinary beadwork collection from Southern Africa. We've got, um, so we have works from Central Africa,
1: West Africa. Yeah. So the artist needs to be African and not the artwork itself. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm just curious because, um, you know, when you mentioned Fiona Rankin-Smith, it the kind of brought back memories, memories of, of my days there yes. and what constitutes art, what is um culture, what is a symbol, you know, well, all those of things. Exactly <laughs> those are exactly the issues that we address in some of our exhibitions. And the types of exhibitions you hold?
0: So um we usually only hold um exhibitions of work by mostly South African, but works that relate to African art again. So this Warhol exhibition is completely
1: outside of what we usually do. But you feel that the Warhol exhibition is nonetheless relevant to South Africa? We really Why do. Why is that?
0: Okay, we, we really do because Warhol is an absolutely iconic artist um, and he really changed the way that art was def- defined um, um and so he's really impacted on art making globally. And at the same time, we've got an exhibition called One Color at a Time that is on um, in another gallery, um, and that's a screen printing exhibition. And it was Warhol who introduced the medium of screen printing. He took it from the marketing uh, advertising industry, and he introduced that into the into the fine arts. And so here we have a whole exhibition um, that is on at the same time of South African artists who are working in this medium. Who, mm. You know, I'm not saying if Warhol hadn't been around... <laughs> they wouldn't have been working in screen printing but but his impact was that absolutely fundamental and um, one of the other reasons that we had the exhibition was that um, he is in the the um, school and university syllabuses. so how amazing for us to be able to provide the opportunity for um school children for students to come and visit the to come and visit the um, the, to come and see his work in real life um, And I'm, I'm particularly interested in how he He was in a way prescient of what was going to happen In relation to social media hmm. And in relation to our celebrity culture um, So it's really interesting to look back At the 1960s, the 1970s And see what Warhol was saying about um, those issues And see how utterly relevant they are today in Johannesburg, in our space.
1: Well, one of the things about, um, Warrell is he br- just, uh, brought down the distance of the gap between high art and popular art.
0: Absolutely. So, um, you know, he, he, he worked, he brought the, the, the very famous Campbell soup can <laughs> into the, into the, into his, his artwork. And I describe it as, um, it's a bit like, um, so Campbell's soup can Campbell's soup is not really that well known in South Africa, but it's ready made soup um and it would be like um an artist in the context of say there was only landscape painting introducing sunlight dishwashing liquid. It was that um gr- ground shifting what he did hmm. um and he he always said he said um, you know I want." Um, anybody walking down the streets to be able to identify what is in my art and to be able to identify with it. And
1: he really did that. And I think, I imagine that one of the the, all museums in South Africa, I think, are trying to attract people and and kind of an elitist kind of Feel to them yeah. And in, in a way You know That's exactly what yeah. Andy Warhol did He,
0: he really did But it's, it's I mean it's interesting To look at For example You know We've got a Marilyn Monroe image And Marilyn Monroe Is not necessarily Known to everybody You know To mm-hmm. a whole South African mm-hmm. um audience, but, but it raises those issues, and that's why we find it, one of the reasons why we find it so interesting. But the other thing is that um, we had 5,000 people at the opening of the exhibition. Wow! Which I am pretty sure is the biggest exhibition opening that has ever happened in South Africa.
1: 5,000 yeah, people. And I
0: think what that what that speaks to is the, that he is relevant and he is interesting to a really broad constituency.
1: Hmm. Huh. Was 5,000 people, Is, can your gallery accommodate, oh, accommodate that? Yeah, well, and parking? <laughs> parking
0: was, was problematic. No, but it was um, you know, it was over the course of the evening okay, and people right. came in mm-hmm. and okay, came out right. and you know we are, uh, we've got two and a half thousand square meters of exhibition space and then we've got our four court space so it was um Busy and exciting and wonderful, but it was not
1: overcrowded, but there was a real buzz. buzz I can yeah. imagine. Um, the Bank of America Merrill Lynch collection is what you're actually hosting that they have given to you free of charge. Exactly.
0: So um, the collection comes from uh, Bank of America, um, and they have this program called Art in Our Communities where they circulate um, collections from the bank to museums around the world um, as a as a as a way of having community uh, as a way of community engagement they're really interested in the conversations that art sparks uh, between between people and in addition to having um, loaned us the exhibition and brought the exhibition to us um, Through the Bank of America Charitable Foundation They um, have made funds available So that we can run a really extensive education program That includes a bus sponsorship program For um Schools that would uh, that are under resourced that wouldn't be able to come to, to come to see the exhibition, um, and we've been able to produce this fantastic educational resource that kids use to go through the exhibition with. So it's a very interactive experience. So it's not they're not just lectured at. It's an interactive, involved
1: experience of coming to visit the exhibition. And there are some very very beautiful pieces. You spoke about Marilyn. You spoke about the Campbell soups. But in addition to that, there is also the ten faces, uh, Jewish faces, yes. of Warhol, which in itself was quite controversial at the time. It was very controversial, so. and it was it was also a commissioned work, if I understand that correctly. So, so it's a series called the Ten Famous
0: Jews, um, and Warhol was um, he worked with a dealer called Ronald Feldman. Um, to to create the series, and I mean, it's a very interesting question about how Warhol, a staunch Catholic, comes to be producing a series on ten on the ten famous Jews, and it arose because he was commissioned to do a portrait of Golda Meir, okay. um, and then the Israel Museum commissioned him to do a series of screen prints, small screen, screen prints that they sold for fundraising um, and then uh, he was asked if he would do um, a series, if we would do 10 different portraits of Golda Meir, he wasn't interested in that and then somebody came up with the idea of these of the the famous Jews, um, and they ca- they had a hundred. Um, they wrote down a hundred names of possibilities, and then they whittled them down
1: into. And he eventually did these ten these ten images. Having not seen the exhibition, I am so curious to know because I see that the Marx brothers three of the Marx Brothers, yeah. <laughs> three out of five of the Marx br- Brothers are part of this exhibition. Are they counted as one famously or is that the they're three counted of them together? They counted they're count as one. one. <laughs> so they managed as one. get Th- what, 13, 13 famous Jews exactly, all for the price of exactly. 10, is that right? They did. So, cause I, I was very curious about, um, and the names are very diverse, uh, very from diverse. Albert Einstein to Sarah Bernhardt to the Marx brothers. Yes. So, I mean, I can imagine that, that there was controversy around the decisions made and, and yeah. that. And more, the, more of the controversy was around what one
0: critic called Jew ploitation. So, right. Jew exploitation. Around taking these images of these huge contributors to Jewish life and to twentieth-century life, and and representing them in this flat, commoditized way. Um, but at the same time, Warhol did that
1: to all say of, that. to yeah. all of the the portraits. That was his trademark.
0: Absolutely.
1: I mean, yeah. he, he did the same with Marilyn Monroe.
0: Yes, yes. Um, and what I think what you know in the case of Marilyn Monroe, what what that um, communicates to us is. This, what, what Warhol was trying to, trying to say, and one of the things he was trying to say was about how we know nothing. We, we see all these images and we see them over and over and over again, but actually we know very little about who the people were and the personalities. But what's fantastic about the ten famous Jews is that they have been shown many times and they are an opportunity for um, people to learn more
1: about these about these really um, important contributors. At the time, was that was it was there a controversy at the time, or is the controversy only coming out now? No, in fact, I would say that there was more controversy then, and there's much less controversy now. So, our Jewish communities now claiming it because I saw yes. they've been held at Jewish muse- That yes. this particular exhibition has yes. been held in Jewish museums around the world. Yes, and, and certainly when I learned about it, it, was with a sense of pride. Did you know about Worrell's Ten Jewish Faces? Exactly,
0: yeah. So I, I think it was, then um, in the, I'm not quite sure when it was, but there was an exhibition done of the series um, at the Jewish Museum in New York, and yes. that was an opportunity for reconsideration, for really looking at the impact and the value that this series of portraits had had um, in the Jewish community. Uh,
1: Leslie... um, this is going to be, the 10G specifically, is going to be a, a course, yes. and for the Academy of Jewish Thought and Learning. Yes. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because okay. I know it ends at, at the art gallery, the art museum. So or they've already had it's, it's a four part series. They've already had two
0: of the um, or two of the sessions, um, which focused on which focuses on the actual personalities and their contributions. Mm. There's one more to go, which is on Tuesday night, and then the follow Tuesday night and Tuesday day, and then the following week. Um, the groups will be coming to Fitz Art Museum to see the Warhol exhibition and to see the um, ten famous Jews portraits.
1: And then you, I know you're also involved with the Art of Innovation program. Yes. Can you tell me a little okay, bit about so, that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um that's a completely different, completely, completely different, completely, uh, now completely, for something completely yeah, different, yeah,
0: completely different program uh, project, um, where we have um, art historians have a skill called visual analysis where we are taught to be able to look at our artwork and and to interact with people and to interact with ideas in a way that that approximates the creative process. Um, And so we have developed a workshop for corporates um Where they come into the museum and they get taken through the process of creativity and the sort of foundations of how to how to use creativity, but we do it through the medium of visual uh, through the through the Sounds experience of visual analysis. It is absolutely fantastic um and I mean we had a group this week of I mean, dare, am I allowed to say the the company but a really big South african company um who brought twenty five people and they they were
1: blown away by the experience. The amazing thing about art, actually, is that it offers so much opportunity for such different kinds of thought. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm amazed at the academy that they they're using. I mean, not amazed, but as uh, amazed in a sense of I applaud the academy to bring Jewish life or creative life or whatever it is, discussions around culture, religion, mm-hmm. in in. It's a facilitator, it's a tool, and I'm pleased that art is being brought yeah. more and more yeah. as as to, to kind of invite people in, get conversations yeah, going. Yeah. It is an, extra, it's
0: an extraordinary space for um, for engaging with people in very different ways, but in a way that is non-threatening yes. to many people. And,
1: and that there can be no wrong answer. Literally, there can be no wrong answer. Absolutely, it's it's
0: your appreciation and your um engagement that is what is important about
1: it. Leslie, if anybody would like to get hold of you or would like to see the exhibition, what do you recommend? Okay.
0: So the exhibition is on until the eighth of October. Um Art Museum is open from Wednesdays to Sundays from ten until four. Um there's also an extensive education program that accompanies the the exhibition. Um so go on to our um, Wham website which is www.wits.ac.za forward slash and you'll see, you'll see some of our programming.
1: Thank you very much for coming in. Uh, what is your next uh, exhibition? And our next exhibition is um,
0: the photographic work of Gideon Mendel and the Ernest Cole Photographic
1: Awards. So will you come back and tell us a little bit more about that closer to the We'd time? We'd be delighted to. Thank you so much. That was uh, Leslie Cohen. Talking about the exhibition that is currently on the Witz Art Museum. After the break, I speak to John Michel.